Hello, and welcome to the Dimecast Podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and next to me is my co-host, Pablo. Hey folks, I'm about to educate y'all all season long from a fan's point of view on what's going on in the NFL today. And on my other side is the producer and mediator, Pavone. Well, first of all, I'm just the mediator. Right. Props to our producer, Carlos. And I'm here representing basically everybody who doesn't know shit about football. See, Carlos was introduced, but he didn't say anything because he's just a speech to this man. You know, just a PC guy in the back. But just know he's here, and he's listening to everything. But anyways, uh, this podcast is a South Florida-based podcast. Me and my friend Pablo, you know, we talk a lot about sports. 305. And uh, we decided, man, you know, we waste so much time talking about sports. You do? We should just record it because people out there, they might care. Maybe not, but maybe some of you care. Keyword is might. So we just decided, hey, let's just let's just do this little podcast. It'll be fun. Might be bad. We're both bad at this, but okay. But we like to, we like to talk. So so here we are, and we decided why not start the day after the NFL season starts. You know, we just had a good game last night. It was of. a good game. Big big on defense out there. And. Uh, Matt Ryan did his thing like he does in the playoffs, which some might consider a bad thing, right? Matty Ice, but he choking out there. He's frozen. Like the Mardi Frozen. Oof. Ice. Anyways. That's cold. Uh, many things happened last night. There was what? Defense? Lots of defense, baby. Well, no. before anything, there was a 45-minute rain delay. Ugh. What do you think? Do you think that messed up the offense of the teams a little bit? No, it, me- it ain't messed up the offense of the team. If anything, made the grass wetter. It um it made playing conditions a little bit worse for some of our players out there, especially two Falcons player one that's currently going to be out for the season, Keanu Neal, with a torn ACL. Uh, thoughts and prayers out to him. Big part of that defense, but, yeah, it, it definitely made it – Made an interesting game for the fact that the game came down to Julio Jones making a play. And Julio Jones went up to get it, but the pass was not all there, ladies and gentlemen. He had to go back one leg up from Dar- from Darby, and that was a wrap. Couldn't fall inside. And that's, you know, Falcons fan know from last year. I think they know about how that felt. So it's, it's, uh, just, it's, it's a just, bad way to start off the season for Falcons fan. You have to understand Matt Ryan's logic in this, though. Right, if I throw the ball outside of the field, out of bounds, it ain't no pick. <laughs> it might be a turnover, and and he might do an OBJ catch. It's the last play of the game, and you need a touchdown. There is no field goal to tie it. That you need to catch the ball. There is no oh, he didn't I'm intercept. I'm glad we it. finally know how to play football. You have to catch the ball. Thanks. What even? What even is a catch nowadays? Honestly, some of the calls out there yesterday was ridiculous. But even then, did they did they they applied that rule of the helmet tackle, right? The can't use your helmet first when you tackle somebody. If not, it's a flag. How do you that is ridiculous. That? But I just want to get back to this to this. Okay, what is a catch? Much. Austin Hooper. How was that a catch? How was that a catch? And then what Julio did, how was that not a catch? You, Somebody explain that to me. Austin right Hooper had caught a catch. Right. The ball was rolling in his arm after touching the ground. It was rolling. But they said he had possession. And that was clean. Sometimes the ball will roll on the ground, even though in previous years that has never been the case. Right, right, right. Anyways. They count this as a catch. Julio gets possession over the shoulder, makes that crazy catch. Maybe finally, you know, we, we start we start giving him some credit. And then, nope, out of bounds. No call. Not a catch. Didn't have possession in time. But he was in bounds. Arm just grabbing it right over shoulder on the football. Ridiculous. Uh, can't make any sense of it. What is a catch nowadays? Well, what is a throw? That's the question being asked, man. What right? does a throw even matter? They spent the whole first quarter, and all that was scored was one field goal. 
that's that's a defense right there at work. Right? That was a very very defensive game. Who impressed you the most? You would say in that defensive squad. Honestly, I gotta go with the defending champs, the Eagles. One of the guys coming off the bench, Rasul Douglas. I heard him oh in NBC talking about it. Oh, they might want to give this guy some help. You know, he's coming in. Ronald Darby's been shadowing him one-on-one. Now they're probably going to target Julio. you thinking they should go in and send some help. He was like, no, he got this, bro. We don't need that. Goes in, picks off Julio. That's it. Ends the, can't catch a ball in the end zone. Russell Douglas didn't need any help. Picked that off coming right off the bench. Now, bro, I'm good. Is that the only person that impressed you, you would say? Oh no, there were there were there were a lot of other people out there popping off. Keanu Neal impressed me right up until he got injured, and after that, the Eagles started opening up their offense. It's a torn ACL, right? Big torn ACL out for the rest of now, the season. Now, at what point in the game did that torn ACL actually happen? Probably, I'm gonna say around his second injury. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it was around the third quarter. Well, that's really? good because reading more and more into this, the second quarter was just two more field goals. So yeah. you're telling me the first half of the game was just three whole field goals? It and was, you're telling me this was a, a great start to the season? What's match. so appealing about this to us? To the people that don't avidly watch football. Did you see some of the hits out there? The way Did they you got miss to the, the part that I said about people that don't usually watch football? Right. You don't have to watch football to see two grown men. Going at it, colliding, one of them gets completely laid down. But not first with the helmet, apparently. No. Because how are you supposed to tackle? You're supposed no. to dive into them, but, like, duck your head back halfway through? I mean, get good, man. Uh, you know, it's hard. It's not football anymore. I've seen some ridiculous calls where helmet didn't even touch the guy. But, I mean, hey, what is the catch? What is this? What, uh, what else are we going to have? How could you possibly make this game Worse than it already is. Uh, By t- having boys to men sing the national anthem at the very beginning. <laughs> They're trying to resurrect careers. Okay. But shout out to the legends, boys to men. Um, speaking of beautiful, okay. I think one of the most beautiful performances I saw last night was J.I. Whether it was on the field or on the fantasy teams, we could all agree that J.I. saved the day, right? Like two touchdowns, 62 yards. 20 points. That's that's fabulous work right there. Wouldn't you say that, Pablo? Fuck off. But, yeah, that was amazing. He had a great night out there. Showed what what that team's really trying to do. They have guys playing a certain roles. Learned that from the Patriots. Patriots had success. Now they got young guys, athletic guys, and even veteran and Darren Sproles back from injury. This backfield run by committee. But, man, they are going to run all over these teams. In case you were wondering what Pablo came in here and dropped that bomb real quick, it's because he's playing me against against me in fantasy this week. And uh, as a flex, I, I put Jai and he was talking a lot of smack before the game, during the game. And he was saying, hey, man, I'm coming for you. It's my time. Sackerts, this tight end has not made me as excited as Jimmy Graham. Old Jimmy. I had Jimmy Graham last year. But there is a history behind me and Jimmy Graham. Guys always on my fantasy team, always popping off for me. Love me some Jimmy Graham. But in in this case, he didn't get Jimmy. He got Zach Ertz. But this is not the point. The point is Zach Ertz was underwhelming last night. He dropped some catches. He could have done it. He's lucky it wasn't a fumble because it it, it was clearly almost a turnover. The special teams of the Eagles always make that little, little silly plays. One time it was uh, Bobby Rainey, and now this time, who was it that kicked the ball that, that got that turnover? What are you talking about, bro? You didn't watch the game? I didn't watch the game. Which part? What quarter was it? I'm pretty sure it was the beginning of the second half, if I'm not mistaken, or or towards the end of the second quarter. Oh, yeah, when they pushed the guy yeah, that and was his blocking. Leg, and his Poor leg. little guy, he wanted to get out of there. He, 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 he wasn't anywhere near. He was just trying to get out of there. They're like, nope, we're going to push you towards the ball, and that's exactly what they did ridiculous but that just goes to show you defense and some stupid plays what was he doing what was the point he he didn't see where the ball land he was blocking he wasn't a return blocking what there was six there was six falcons in the field around that ball what did what was he gonna do there was he trying to just blocking for the guy behind him that was dumb that was a really dumb play it it was easily one of the best highlights of that game 
that's what I have to say about that. Unfortunately, too, they had some momentum, but that's that's what got the Falcons back into the game. Was there any surprises on on their offensive side? I mean, honestly, like Freeman did pretty pretty good pretty good last night too, but unfortunately he got injured too. Right, he was one How of many injuries like, happened in this one game? How many injuries happened in the preseason is the better question, because besides Freeman, another running back that got injured was McKinnon, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Don't you think Tevin Coleman would be a pretty good, pretty good running back? In this case, I mean, he's done it 19 before. 19 yards on nine carries. Yep. Pretty solid, all right. But on a, on a more realistic note, he is a, he's an amazing dual threat. One reception last week, but boy, did it count 26 yards. Phenomenal game in that aspect. But in the running game, that defensive line just, just destroyed him. Suffocated him, didn't give him much space. And this was a good O-line. This this isn't you know one of the worst O lines in the league. It's not a bad O line, maybe not the best O line, but it's a good one. And it's a uh, that that defensive line was all over the place. What did, what did you think about the the uh, Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles? He got he thirty four attempts, nineteen were catched, and one hundred and seventeen yards total with one interception, no touchdowns. He he got off to a rough start, you know, because throughout the whole game there was there was a lot of defense. The Falcons they were bringing it early. They looked like the championship defense, to be honest. Early on, Philly Philly made some plays, but they they weren't they they just couldn't compare to the Falcons early on. The Falcons just absolutely wrecked that O line, and that O line is one of the best O lines in this game. So to do that, ridiculous, but. Nonetheless, a whole line tired them out later on in the throughout the game. That's how they were able to score points. That's how Nick Foles was able to get going. Had a little bit extra time. He had gotten accustomed to the game, looking in game form, and he was able to get the win. the The defense was able to to do what it had to do, and then Nick Foles just played well towards the end. Speaking of speaking of which, Julio Jones, he's a monster, isn't he? That man's incredible. He, what would you? What do you think Ryan Tannehill would do with Julio Jones? Do you think? Do you think he'd be he'd be better than playoff? Doesn't matter playoff what win? doesn't matter what Tannehill's gonna do. He's just gonna end up getting sacked, and then he's gonna get injured because that O line is constantly injured, and they can't keep a quarterback upright. So doesn't matter if they have Tannehill. He's not gonna have the time to use Julio, and he's gonna get injured. Okay, so we're giving credit to the O line and Julio completely over here. No, no, not at all. If anything, he would be good if his O line could actually no, I'm, I'm block. I'm talking about the Hawks, though. I mean the Falcons. My bad. The Falcons. The Falcons? Yeah, we're giving the O line and Julio credit, not Matt Ryan at all. No, what are you talking about? Matt Ryan's a phenomenal quarterback. Been doing it for over ten you years. Think so? Yes. Overrated. No. Completely. Look, look, look at his stats over the first ten years. Better than any other quarterback throughout their first ten years span. What has he done? Put up numbers left and right. Passing yards, TDs. I believe in TDs he ranks fourth, if I'm not mistaken. Passing yards, he ranks first. Overrated. Overrated. Yeah. Okay. He shouldn't have won an MVP. True. True. That's overrated. That's absolutely true. I don't think he's overrated. I just don't think he should have won the MVP. That's But that's overrated. I mean, why would they even give him an MVP? Because he had a beastly season. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the season he's had. There was wrong with the results of who won the MVP award. Who should have won the MVP? Tom Brady. Come on. We're talking about BC season. And we're talking about the, the person that gave the MVP to Matt Ryan. Julio Jones handed him the MVP. Something that he needs to do in the in the end zone. Nope. Shanahan handed him that MVP. That's true. Because Shanahan's offense was ridiculous. They were scoring... Left and right, beast. Through the running game, their running backs with the dual threat potential that they had, they were just scoring. You couldn't stop them. Passing game, you couldn't stop them. And running game, they had two backs, fresh, good backs. Coleman was playing, you know, in that system. Every running back that's played in Shanahan's system has had success. So, so there you go. So there it is. So, 
let's let's finish this off by saying what do you what do you think by seeing these two teams playing head to head, seeing what they're capable of. Clearly, you know, Wentz is not playing right now. You have Foles taking his place, but we saw that the Eagles managed to win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. What do you think the records are going to look like for both these teams? Well, they did win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles, to his credit. That being said, it hurts me that Wentz isn't there. Not a Wentz fan. Did have him last year, my fantasy team, though, so thank you. It hurt me when he got injured, but I I have Zach Ertz, and and I want to see more... But what rec- I, I want to see an electric offense. That is something that Carson Wentz was able to provide for us with his running ability, his escape ability, his muscle. Yeah, that <laughs> offense. Because oh, okay. I had Carson Wentz on my fantasy I team. I thought you became an Eagles fan. No, 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 no. No. But, you know, when you play on my fantasy team, hey, I'm with you all the way, bro. Okay, okay. But, but that- final records for both teams, what would you, what would you give them? Looking at how they played, remember, there was two injuries yesterday. It, it really depends on how the Eagles start off. How, how many games do they not have Carson Wentz for? I don't think I don't think we know that. I don't think anybody knows that right exactly. now. Exactly. Priority is his health. It, it looked like he was maybe possibly in question to play this week, but he didn't. He might be able to play next week. Probably at most maybe two weeks from now, but we don't really know. They haven't given us a timetable on it, and he's really what takes this offense to the next level. So what would you give him a record? The way they are now with Nick Foles, they're definitely going to win next week against the Bucks, who don't even have Jameis Winston. Going to mollywop the Colts. That's... I don't care if they have Andrew Luck. They're going to get wrecked. I just, week just what do you think the record's going to be? I could see this team early on going through the first four games, first quarter of the season, going undefeated. They're, the players they're going to play against now, they just got through probably their biggest threat. All the other teams are going to destroy. They're going to get their chemistry together. Nick Foles is going to get rolling again. That offense is going to get a little bit better than whenever Carson Wentz comes in. That offense is ready to explode. I see them ending anywhere between 14 and 13 wins this season. 14 or 13 wins? Yep. If they're able to play like this, if Nick Foles is able to not cost them games, which he's proven, and he's actually won them games in the Super Bowl, then yeah, early on they're going to have a lot of success, give enough cushion for Carson Wentz to come back. Yeah, they could go 12, 13 wins. I say 15. 15 wins I give him. That's, That's crazy said. talk. But what would you what would you give the the Falcons? The Falcons, oof. I say seven. Seven. Seven wins. I give them nine, nine to ten. Honestly, they have to figure this out. The whole game was Julio. You have a promising young rookie. You need to target him more. Two targets, no reception, and he's your first round pick. Who are you this, talking about? This kid for the Falcons. You don't know his name. Not by memory, no. Pavone, you know his name? Of course I don't know his name. Maybe, you know, you read something about him. Gossiply, you know? You haven't read anything about him? No. Any any college students? Any college athletes? Possibly. Because this guy is a rookie, so, you know, maybe he's talking to some Kylie Jenner or something. Oh, no. Well, first, I don't like being typecast by you just saying, oh, maybe he knows about it because Kylie Jenner and all that. But no, I don't. And in fact, you could say the same for you. You went to college as well. No, but that makes two out of three of us. Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm not three saying... Three out of three. Three out of three. I'm not saying that, that you know, because that. I went to college, went. you should know about Kylie Jenner. It's the fact that... It's the fact that... It's a fact you that know, what? Why are you talking about Kylie Jenner? I'd rather hear you talk about football somewhere. Let's yeah. get off her. Okay, okay, Let's fine. Let's get off her, please. So, who's the rookie you're talking about? Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley? So, he got how many? Zero, zero receptions. Two targets, zero receptions, first round pick. Bro, Kylie Jenner could do that. So, he didn't show up, is what you're telling me. Not that he showed up. He just didn't get the targets. How do you only give this guy two targets? At least give him five to seven targets in his first game. Come on, let's see what he's made out of. Don't just rely on Julio. Yeah, man, you don't got to know much about football to know you got to give a guy a chance, you know? Okay, speaking of (laughs) not getting targets, you know who's not going to get targets this Sunday? Le'Veon Bell. He's not going to get any targets this Sunday. Good. 
What? Good. What do you mean? That good? man needs to get his money. Okay, okay. Okay. I, I completely mess with what he's gotta do. He said, Hey guys, I'm not doing this anymore. Last year they said, Huh, bet. Okay. He did it. He suck up for the team. You know, you gotta do it for the team. This year they're like, Hey yo guys, we're not gonna do it. They're like, haha, bet. He's like, Oh, okay, bet. I won't do it then. Boom. Doesn't do it. This is what he believed in. The team had all of last year to do something. They didn't believe in him or they didn't want to sign him, lock him up, give him the money he deserved. That's fine. But by the way, second leading wide receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers last year in receptions and yardage. Come on, man. He's your he's your best player, honestly, because he's giving you close to Antonio Brown numbers and he's running. What? And, and, probably, and you're not going to pay him? First of all, it's one thing to not even pay him how much you're paying Antonio Brown. Like, come on. He's better. Why? Because he's a running back? We're going to pay him less? No, don't be ridiculous. His production, what he's putting out there, has been proven that, hey, this guy might just be worth more than Antonio Brown. You're damn right. You better pay him his money. I don't care if he's a running yeah, you back. Give him his you money. pay you him his him. money. Yeah, give him that money. Okay, okay, okay. Well, plus I don't have him on fantasy, so ha. This this makes me think of, like, a lot of situations in the NBA, specifically the Kyrie Irving situation. It's not, not because of, the, you know, like, it's there's different situations because one wants the money and the other one didn't want to play with LeBron. So he was just... The, what ties them together is the unhappiness, essentially, is what I'm trying to say. So, do you think, is it possible for him to pull a Kyrie in this situation? Because, like, they clearly don't want to pay him. They, this should not have dragged down this long. I OBJ mean, got his bag. He should get his bag. Is it possible for LeBron to drop a single? Because that's what he did. We'll get, we'll get to that later. If you haven't heard yet, you know, LeBron, um, Kevin Durant dropped a song together, but... We'll, we'll get to that later. Anyways, um, do you think it'd be possible for them to trade them? Like, you know, what the Raiders did got two first-round picks? So we're going to do this all at once, okay? I feel like, I mean, first of all, you're the, you're the one that knows first about First of all, I hope, I hope they don't trade Le'Veon Bell. Get nothing. You guys are done. I'm sorry, Steeler fans. Big Ben is getting old. He can't play anymore. He's not Brady. He can't play more years, any more years. He's getting too banged up. That play style is not the same. He's been contemplating retirement. This is his last year, and it's probably going to be a wash year, to be honest. But that's neither here nor there. No. No, this man, this man is their best player, and you don't want to pay him. And on top of that, you have teammates coming out, disrespecting this man, talking about what's in his pockets, telling him about the money he's going to be getting. Stay out of his bank account, man. You're a player. You know the unspoken rules amongst each other. You don't talk about another man's money. So, you know, and I think Antonio Brown will agree with you on that because he showed his support for his for his brother, yes. you know, his friend. Yes, was that so hard for every other Steelers to do that? Oh, I felt betrayed. Well, guess what? Maybe he would have been able to show up on Wednesday had you guys not said anything to me. Yeah, we know he's going to be back. What does that tell the front office? Come on, you guys are playing each other. This is ridiculous. You're, you're talking about guys' bank account again. Worry no, about your no own player bag. does that. Oh, because you felt betrayed. Bag. You could talk about. Look at the Emmett Smith situation. How they treated that. Those players talked about management. I don't know why management hasn't gotten him back in here yet. Well, that's what you guys should be talking about too. Not your brother who's been playing out there, who sure as hell deserves this money. Why? Oh, he's not make. He's making more money than I would be. Well, it's not about you, bro. You're not out here getting 2,000 all-purpose yards. Uh-huh. What, what else? you doing, bro? What else you, you doing? You blocking? That's whew, great. You see Big Ben? You, you have any problems with Big Ben? No, let Big Ben get his money. So why can't Bell get his money? Bell should get the money. But my question still stands, right? Can they just trade him? If they're just like, listen, we're not going to pay this guy money. We could easily get some picks we could easily get someone that's cheaper and on contract can they do that like the nba it's the Kawhi leonard situation all over again at that point you know he doesn't have to show up he he can miss out on the paychecks that's his fine. choice get fine right he gets fine yeah he, he probably does get fine i don't think he does he just doesn't get his money it's a franchise tag didn't, Hop- didn't hopkins not try to do that too and they were trying to find him Every was, single time he missed? I believe that was in his contract, though. Oh, okay, okay. So, it's different. He's still getting paid, though. He's still getting some paychecks per the game. That's that's what I read. 
Bell? Yeah. If he shows up to games, yeah. He could show up to this game. Can't play. Probably not going to play, but he's still going to get his money. He could do because, that. Because with Kawhi, it was different. I feel like in the NBA, he would have gotten fined. And then not because of the contract, but, you know, he's not trying to play. But he was saying that he was unhealthy. So I feel like that card was saying, hey, look, I'm unhealthy. I'm not going to play. I'm not getting cleared by doctors. So I'm not going to play at all. And that way, he doesn't play at all. He wants to get what he wants to get. If he's unhappy with the organization, he gets traded. He just sits there. But he's unhealthy. Bell can't say he's unhealthy. It's just purely that he... What, he's not a free agent. Is Wait, he? so you're telling me a guy just simply doesn't want to play? Yeah, Le'Veon yeah. Bell does not want to play at all. He wants to get his money. So what good is that if you made it all the way to the NBA? NFL. NFL. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> When so, did you switch back to the NFL? Y'all were talking about Kyrie and all this. And well, we Ka- were talking about Kawhi. Kawhi, yes. Kawhi chose not to play because he wasn't healthy. In case it wasn't clear that I don't know anything about football or basketball for that matter. But, so... Le'Veon just wants his guaranteed money. He wants that security that the Steelers just aren't willing to make. Especially after seeing what Todd Gurley got paid. Come on. Like, you can't pay Le'Veon Bell who's been doing this... For years already, who's been proven? Who's a proven commodity? Why? Because, oh, we got James Conner. We're good. <laughs> okay, then why isn't James Conner your starting running back? Would he be starting if Bell was there? No, because Bell is the best running back in the league. In the so league. you start the best running back in the league, and you sure as hell pay the best running back in the league. You know what? If I was if I was Le'Veon Bell, I let him not give me my money. I become a free agent, and I sign with the Patriots. I think that's the biggest petty move you could ever pull. Just play a lot and then of just trade away Brady. Sony Michelle. Sounds good. Maybe get yourself a, a solid round pick. Get yourself a backup quarterback to Brady. Apparently, he's going to be playing for five years. We'll see about Wait, that. Wait, Brady's got five years left? That's what he says How he wants. How old is that do? man? 41. My goodness. This, right? man try, this man trying to die on that field. He, he said, yeah, I could beat you for the time. Uh... Well, Brady, you know what? You're beating him so far. You got him on the ropes, man. Good Wait, job. but I thought there was some, like, beef between, like, the coach and, like, Brady and how they're treating the team. A lot of people think a lot of things. No one really All right, knows then what's what the fan's perspective? What's, that depends what you're a fan of. Are you a fan of Tom well, Brady? What, Are you a fan of the Patriots? Not, well, how about you on. answer it's, that it's, question and then answer it's, my it's question? A, it's a little bit weird. It's a little bit concerning, especially if you're a Patriots fan because... For most of these years, you haven't had that, with the exception of like the Flategate, maybe those type of things. That's what re- those type of controversies what really brought that attention. But nothing has been going on. Nothing has been getting out. And then for the first time in throughout the whole empire that these guys have had, for the first time, things are starting to leak. We're starting to wonder what's going on. Uh, it was obvious Bill wanted to keep Garoppolo, and understandably so, because he is the future. He is the next go, yeah. But Tom Brady, if he, he, if he was anyone else, if he was Peyton Manning, if he was Drew Brees. And this is you saying that if he was any other good player. Aaron yes, Rodgers. If he was, with the exception of Aaron Rodgers. And why because, an exception for Aaron Rodgers? Because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is, is the in the same level and he's the best as Tom Brady. No, he's the best quarterback in the league. He's the best quarterback in the league. Just in how about really we let him finish his uh, first of his all, Tom Brady? First session. of all, we're just we're just gonna say this. You Tom got him Brady, started. <laughs> Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. That's it. No, nothing. You can't even debate that he is in fact the greatest. Maybe not the best. You don't have to think he's the best. Those two things don't go hand to hand. They don't have to. Hand in hand. Hand in sure, that hand in hand. Anyways, they don't have to. So yes. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. You can't dispute that. Then you, you have... I mean, you can't anymore. Five Super Bowl yeah, rings. Yeah, you can't do that. And even five. in a losing effort, he threw for 500 yards. Where was the defense? Where was the defense? How did a backup quarterback drop over 40-plus points? Wait, we're not going to def- go... Wait. No, no, okay, okay. We're not... We're not... We're not... two Super Bowls right. ago. Let's... We're not... Let's we're, what? Stop being nostalgic that's for last, a second. That's last year. Last year? Yes, that was last Super Bowl. The Patriots versus... The Eagles. No, when he came back with Matt Ryan. No one's talking about that. What are you talking about? No. No, he oh, threw for oh. 500 plus yards in lost. a losing yeah, 
effort. That's kind of Aaron Rodgers' game. Every playoff, day. no playoff. Never broke. Aaron Rodgers never broke the all-time playoff records in, for passing yards in the game. Someone's never. Being the fuck you know down. who the fuck did? Tom fucking Brady, bro. Tom fucking Brady did that shit. He molly walked that shit. And they fucking shit. lost because Bill Belichick couldn't fucking start Malcolm Butler. I mean... Petty move. Oh, he looked bad in practice. You're right, but you know who else is looking bad? Everyone in your fucking secondary, bro. You guys are getting lit up by a fucking backup quarterback. Wait. Getting, a little too getting lit up. There's no such thing. He's doing just fine. Quarterback. All right, let's go back to the topic at hand. So the topic at hand was his Brady question, but you made it about this other thing. We, we were talking about Le'Veon Bell getting the bag, securing it, disrespecting the O line and the other players in the Steelers, but having one person stand by his side, Antonio Brown. And you know what? NFL players need to learn from Antonio Brown. Because if NFL players support each other like Antonio supported Le'Veon, you know where Colin Kaepernick would still be in the league. He really would. You got all these players on social media saying, I support Cap, I support this, I support that. Why y'all, why, why y'all not stop playing until Cap gets in the league? Well, we have to get to the point that Nike has to make a commercial and endorse Kaepernick for the NFL to publish an apology letter saying how they... Support everybody, how they stand along with everybody, how it's not discrimination, how it's not this, how it's not that. Because they care as soon as it starts to affect their views and sales. That's that's a problem. What See? NBA player would be willing to stop playing for another player? Okay, wait. Let me answer Pavone's question first, right? So yeah, he said he said, you know, they they don't do anything until the views start dropping, but let's be real right now. NFL is in an all time low right now. Okay, we're getting to the point that both sides, whether you support Kaepernick or whether you don't support Kaepernick, you're not watching. And you know, it's not because the guy is kneeling. It's not because Papa John dropped the N-word and he was being endorsed by the NFL. It's because NFL has just been boring lately. It's been focusing a lot on defense, not a lot on offense. The quarterbacks are garbage, unless you're talking about the top three, top four, top tier quarterbacks. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? I mean, the whole what first a, game we started what, talking about spent the no, first half the being first just game, three field yes, goals. Yes, was on defense. And but if we're talking about looking at recent years, like he's talking about now. I'm talking about no, right, this offense yeah. has been explosive. There's been more touchdowns. There's been more touchdown celebrations. We found ways of making it harder for kicking, for Pete's sake. An extra point is just that much harder. That introduces more two point conversions. That makes the game more exciting. There's more offense on that point. So no. It hasn't been defense, especially with all the rules of anything. No, wait, making wait, wait, it wait. harder on defense. Yes, defense has been all right, but I'm saying there's no, there's no offense. The quarterbacks that well, are then still. What do you call all these quarterbacks recently? We're having like a quarterback renaissance. Let's be honest. There's more, at least starting level quarterbacks than we've had for a long time. There's certainly more star potential quarterbacks in our league than we've ever had. The rules certainly benefit the quarterbacks more than it's ever had. It benefits wide receiver more than it's ever had. So I don't understand what you what you mean when you say that the offense is worse than it is now, when that couldn't be further from the truth. If I were, I mean, with that being said, like with how he's saying, like the NFL is being as explosive as ever, viewership is decreasing, and I'm not gonna come out here saying that um, Kaepernick's actions are like completely 100% the reason as to why viewership is going down. But to say that it isn't like a huge factor of it and I'm, that's not me denouncing how I feel about the situation but to say that that's not having an effect on it with people on both sides not wanting to watch. you know it's not just the Kaepernick situation you also got to understand there were a lot of star players that were being injured J.J. Watt from the Houston Texans Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers Odell Beckham Jr. from New York which is one of the biggest media places in this country so you also know, one of the most viewed players too one of the most viewed players brought in a lot of young viewers um you know, very electrifying, very electrifying. Uh, oh, good lord! Anyways, Electro. <laughs> anyways, I even though even though those players were injured though, right? That doesn't change the fact of how much the viewers of NFL in total have decreased, and and it's not just because of Colin Kaepernick, which. Which, of course, it's I mean, we not. need to move away from saying it's a Kaepernick situation. Like, it's a whole mess of things recurring around the same thing. Just everyone refuses to say the word. And it's racism. That's what it is. It is racism. But you have to understand that it's also, like, what 
the people are not watching the NFL, but the NFL did exactly what the what the racist people would want, which is kick Colin Kaepernick out. The players cannot be out there kneeling anymore because if not, they'll get fined. So it's like, who's not watching the NFL, really? Like, if it's the people that are protesting as Kaepernick, what, what are they protesting at this point? Because it's not like Kaepernick is out there playing. It's not like they're letting NFL players kneel. So at this point, I just figure that it's people that are bored of watching these games, especially... If you're if you're just trying to say hey I'm gonna start watching this NFL season and you're watching the Falcons play against the Eagles and you tune in the second quarter you see that the score is three three nothing's going on Matt Ryan can't complete a pass Nick Foles looking like Nick Foles and it's like what 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 is really gonna grab that person's mind to watch the NFL like you're not gonna increase your viewership that way because nobody's gonna go ahead and say look it's the first season of the game first game of the season it's the only game playing and they're three. Three. That's a soccer match at its finest. That's a soccer match. That's a, a three-three soccer match is All a right, good soccer I'm match. I'm gonna stop you right quick. You know, I wanted to let you keep going. I wanted to let you finish, but there are so many things that you said that were just obvious. First of all, I really want to run yeah. through this really quick, especially about um, talking about the Kaepernick situation because we do want to move on from this. So, look, it's not just. I wouldn't call it a racist thing, although it very well could be. I'd say more that. Sports is something that brought that brings a lot of people together, whether you're black or white or Asian or anywhere in between, any orientation, however you may see yourself. I mean, I agree it, with that, but like there is a, like the if you're looking at like the demographic of the kinds of people that played in the NFL, a majority of them are identify as black or African American. So like, and that's why like they're using this platform to like protest because like. What's so bad about peaceful, nonviolent protests? Oh, absolutely. But I, I was going to get to that. I got you. So basically, look, sports brings people together, right? Mm-hmm. And then what has been happening recently, this t- subject has been, this topic has been tearing <coughs> fandoms apart, has been tearing it in half. Like you said, some of them racist. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. I would just go and say there's a lot of hateful people out there. And they were in- easily influenced by an angry individual such as Trump, who was the one that really told us to bring, you know, look at the look at the flags. They're they're um they're not they're kneeling for the flag and everything. They're not showing your respect. Well it's not about that. It's about showing the social injustice that's going on. That's really what matters. That's what we're bringing up and that's what they're doing using their rights. The rights that these that this flag, this country has provided for us over these years. So that's ultimately what it's about. You gotta understand he's He's talking about social injustice. It's not to disrespect the flag. And that's where a lot of people get things off because that's what someone is trying to divert our attention and lead us to believe what is going on when, first of all, it's not the reality of the situation. And he's only trying to hide his own mistakes by talking about something else. So would you say that, like, the key issue there would be something along the lines of, like, kind of like an ignorance around the whole situation? It's clearly ignorant. Because I don't know if you guys have seen, but there's actually, like, a photo circulating around, like, Facebook of, like, the U.S. Army football team like kneeling and people have been like posting that around and saying like hey look it's the u.s army kneeling and protest let's like get together because like even they're seeing it this way but it's actually like a fake photo like it is a photo of them kneeling but it's not during the national anthem and it's not a protest so it's just adding to like the ignorance of the whole situation that people will just pick a side and believe whatever it is that they see online look ultimately ultimately when you know the president supporting and is saying certain things a lot of people will support and believe those things. So when you have such a head figure say those things that get those son of a bitches out of here, you know, everybody got to get fired. Oh, the NFL ratings are dropping because of this. They're going to believe that and they're going to follow on what they're saying. I mean, that's just the plain, plainly what it is, is ignorance. And when you when you see ultimately at the, at the end of it, right, I feel like the players should have the power because this... This, you know, this company doesn't work without the players. Without no players, there's no money. And that's what I was ultimately talking about, is the fact that, you know, if all these other players that talk about Colin Kaepernick on the media were to support him, if everybody were to go out there and kneel or say, hey, I'm not playing, it's a Kaepernick is playing, the NFL is going to have to just go, go by what the players are doing. Because... Yeah, the fans might not watch, but they're not. They're, no one's gonna watch it. The players don't play. Who's gonna watch fucking D one college in the NFL, right? I don't think there's anyone 
any player in any sport that would stop playing for for another player to get a job. I haven't seen it before. I don't know if there's anyone that's willing to do it, but no one has up to this point. So I think that's kind of a moot point. But that's that's what I'm saying. It might be a new thing to do, but what they, they can't just get rid of every player. Look, if you have someone like Aaron Rodgers saying, hey, this is wrong, I don't condone this, what are they going to do? you think the Packers is going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers? What, they're going to find him? They're not going to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, but that's like a situation. You'll never know what they would do until that kind of situation but occurs. Not gonna touch how could Aaron we have Rogers. predicted how the NFL would have reacted to how Colin Kaepernick has been dealing with like the situation of police brutality? Like, we can't predict until it happens. It's well, natural. Actually, I think a lot of people would have seen this coming, from the NFL at least, that he would not be playing. And everybody everybody knew that it was, it was, it was he was getting blackballed. Everybody knew it. He got like. That that man, there you got people like, uh, what is this guy Nathan Peterman throwing five picks in one game playing in the NFL? Not just playing, starting over first round pick rookie Josh Allen, I, and that's something I don't understand. This guy threw five picks in his in the first half throughout the first game that he started. How how do you how, how does this happen, man? So no, it's it's ridiculous. Look, he's not a starting caliber. He's not a starting caliber quarterback in this league. I I truly believe that but he's certainly a starter he's the best he's a I mean he's the best backup certainly a backup he's the best backup you could find that's damn near starter material so to say that he's not on the roster as a backup I wouldn't have him as a starter but as a backup you gotta have him he's amazing and that's you know who that, I would that, have that is blackballing you know who I would have as a starter though Khalil Mack I think Khalil Mack would be an excellent starter I completely agree and uh I don't understand. Some, some people didn't. Some people didn't think that in uh, Oakland. Starter. That's all people thought. The man's a superstar, bona fide superstar, and they just went ahead and traded him to the Chicago Bears. Why? Because you couldn't pay the man. Oh, but you could pay your coach a hundred million dollars. Word. You could do that, but you can't pay Khalil Mack, the franchise player. Your defense was trash with Mack on it, and Mack was a fucking beast. What are you gonna be without him? You have no pass rush. What are your cornerbacks doing? You've suffered in past years because your cornerbacks can't can't cover anyone. He was your defense. He was what little defense you had. And now you're trading away your defense. Why? So your offense looked good? Okay. Let's see how many games you win like that. He was averaging double-digit sacks, man. Double-digit sacks. In his first contract, the man already had defensive player and multiple all-pros already in his resume. And... You let that guy go in the prime of his youth? Like, what are you doing? Okay, so now that, now that we have this, right, we know this information, who got who. I mean, does this actually change anything for the Bears? Because it's not like the Bears are just going to get good because they have a, a really good defensive player. That's not going to change. Look at Miami. They couldn't do anything. They got Sunu, and what they do? Well, they had they, they did that, they did uh, pick up Ndamukasu, yes, from the Lions. But that's... That you also gotta understand. First of all, that's a veteran player aging already, and you also gotta look at the Khalil Mack situation. Yeah, he's gonna be locked up. He's gonna be locked down for what I believe seven years. Huge contract. That's all good and fun, but you gotta understand that that team is still kind of rebuilding. Its defense is pretty good, off the way it is. It could it could certainly get better, but it's pretty good, and that's something to build around. They're gonna build around their defense like they did before. How they were able to compete in the two thousands. With Pat Tillman, Brian Urlacher, those folks, they they were putting in some work with their defense. So that's that's why I see them going back to. They're gonna ultimately try to add pieces around the draft, and try to add more pieces like they added Allen Robinson, for example. Yeah. Top okay. of Mitchell Trubisky. Hey, hold on. Wait he, a second. He Come he on. he is good. He's good. He's gonna put up numbers. We'll he was see. good. Okay. We'll he was see. Good. Well, you know what? He'll have a chance to prove it at least within these next two because years. Because even though, though even back. though we could say Bortles is not a, a good uh, player. Good quarterback. Even we could say that, right? We could agree on that. Bortles couldn't make a play, one play, when he needed his team, when his team needed him to do so. In the biggest stage against the Patriots, you had the lead, you couldn't score, they beat you. What What are you doing? What kind of quarterback is that? Yes, oh. but that man, Allen Robinson, dropped whatever little passes he got from Bortles. Whose fault is that? you going to blame Bortles for that? That man, did, you know who? Exploded with no quarterback? Josh Gordon. 
that's a real wide receiver right there. If you put Josh Gordon in the Bears over Adam Robinson, you're going to tell me they won't do better? Oh, I would, but I wouldn't be sure if he'd be playing because of the marijuana issue. Well, hey, he's going to play this season, so we're going to see him rehab. Will he? We, how many times have we heard that one before? Am I right, folks? Two, two years, man. That's it. Three times the charm. That's what they say, right? Third time's the charm? That's right. Three times yep. or third time? Both. Either? Yeah. Okay. So, Pablo, you think Josh Gordon is going to get suspended at least once before the season ends? Oh, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Definitely going to get suspended. No doubt. At least one game. I see it now. Maybe it might not even be weed. Might be something else. We don't know. So, we're talking suspension, right? Suspension. Not missing the game. Just not being suspended. Yes. Okay. Or, to put it simply, he will not have a full season this year. He will not play all 16 games. Because of a suspension. Period. Not play a full season this year. Okay. Pabon, what do you think? I'm thinking I don't care. Okay, I think this is going to be Josh Gordon's first full season since maybe the first year he started playing. And even then, I think he missed a couple of games there. But ultimately, I don't think Josh Gordon is going to get suspended. He might miss some games because of injury or because he's trying to, you know, just relax in the bench or something. But he's not going to get suspended. As a matter of fact, Carlos... Damn it down. Damn that shit down, okay? Damn, damn it down is, essentially, what we're going to do here is we're going to keep tabs. Well, Carlos is going to keep tabs on every prediction we have till the end of the year. And then at the end of the year, okay, we're going to see who's right and who's wrong. One season. One season this guy had him. Three years ago, maybe. Had Josh Gordon in his fantasy team. Now he's crazy over him every single year. Oh, yeah, Josh Gordon's going to be back. Oh, God, Josh Gordon. Can't wait. Absolutely loves Josh Gordon. Don't listen to this man, though. He won't last a full season. But do listen to the people that just don't care about the situation altogether. Okay. So I guess that brings us to our next segment. Premature predictions. Just talking about the playoff teams from last year. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the teams that are gonna make it to the playoffs this year. I'll give you some premature predictions since you're too chill to give us some premature predictions from the get go. Just what are they? They're predictions you're gonna make from the very beginning. You don't know a lot about what's gonna happen this season. In fact, the season just started. All we really know is the facts that come from the preseason. But I'll give you some premature predictions if you want them. Here you go. There's gonna be some passes. There's gonna be some interceptions. There may or may not be some touchdowns. That's not really apparent from the first game. That spent a whole half literally just being some field goals. How about y'all? Okay, so fucking premature predictions. So, so the first half was actually six three, but people said it was three three. That never happened. Oh, so they forgot a field goal. Yeah, my god. No, no, you know it was very important. They had the lead, so you know. Anyways, premature predictions really isn't about what's gonna happen during the games, but ultimately who's gonna make the playoffs. And uh, Pablo's really excited about this segment for some reason. I think he believes he knows what teams are going to make it. And he has this mark in his face that is is telling of... Never wrong, 100%. Exactly. Always, 100. Beat Michael Jordan one-on-one any day. Never lost. Come on, dog. Anyways, take it away, man. Who is going to make it to the playoffs? First of all, I want to talk about the AFC North. With my boys, the Ravens. That's right. Not the Steelers. Big Ben washed up. This is last year, brother. Taking too many hits. Not playing the same anymore. That's how it happened. Antonio Brown, you know he's going to get his money. He's going to do his thing. He wants to get force-fed, so he'll get his numbers. But Bell, with that whole thing going on, mm-mm. Steelers defense, questionable. No, thank you. Looking at the Ravens, though, Joe Flacco going to be fired up. Oh, Lamar Jackson? Ha, bet. I got a Super Bowl ring, buddy. Bet. Come on, man. That high-flying offense with Michael Crabtree coming in as the sure hands, he's been lacking ever since he lost Anquan Bolden. He had Steve Smith for a little bit, but it wasn't the same. Now he's got those hands back. That's the guy who's going to get those jump balls for him. uh, John Brown going deep. That little guy could run. A lot of people thought he was going to be like Antonio Brown. Hasn't panned out the way, but at the very least, we know that man could run the deep route. So they're they're, they're just going to win the division, man. Looking at uh, looking at what, man? Looking uh, at what? Looking uh, at what? Looking at this article on TMZ Sports about how Jameel Cook stole 100K from the NFL player Trust. 
The NFL player trust. Yeah. A hundred K. He stole a hundred K. That boy's looking at ten thousand dollars in fines and over ten years in prison. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a that's a bigger contract than most NFL players, I think. And to think this is coming from somebody who won a Super Bowl back in two thousand two. You know, alright, so I think it's my turn for my premature prediction. You know what? No one cares? You know what? I think I think for the first time for the first time. You know, I think the Dolphins are gonna go past the first round. <laughs> that's even I know that's a joke. No, yeah, that's that a joke. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs might actually be very surprising. I think a lot of people are being uh, overwhelming and negative, like comments. And you know, I've seen a lot of negativity around talking about Mahomes. You know, Mahomeless and all that. And but, burning the Nikes that they should be given to the homeless. Oh, that's that's crazy. But. Uh, <laughs> I think the Chiefs might make it to the playoffs this year, even though a lot of people are writing them off. No way. Jose. Yeah, I'm right, Jose. No way. Chiefs, not going to make it this year. Their defense isn't the same that they've had in a while. Their offense, very young. They're going to get exploited in that division. They don't have the best quarterback in the division. They don't have the best defense in the division. They're not going to win it. That's just what it is. And uh, my last premature prediction, I guess yours, is that they're not going to make it. So my last one is the 49ers are going to the playoffs this season. I think that is a very, you know. Yo, you're even getting looks from our producer. I just want to make that known. What happened? What's wrong with hey, that? Hey, y'all, you got to trust Gucci Garop. Oh, you agree with me on this. About them, I know you can't up. see this, Honestly, but it's between one of our producers is looking dead at San us Francisco with a face of disgust for possibly a wild card, possibly a wild card because they're definitely not winning that division. Not with Los Angeles Rams in the house, no way. But they could go for a wild card. It's gonna come down to either Gucci Garop or Russell Wilson because their supporting cast isn't looking too great right around, right about now. Okay, so there you have it. The cheese might or might not make it. Gucci Garop is going to the playoffs. Ravens taking the North in the AFC. Chargers taking the West in the AFC. We got the Patriots dominating the AFC East. That's never going to change. And then in the South, Jacksonville, pathetic. I'll take Houston. That's right. If our defense could stay, if the Texans' defense could stay healthy for the whole season, it's a wrap because that's the only concern we have. You're damn right it's a wrap. You are damn right it is a wrap. And I think that's where we should end things, don't you say? Yeah, I think that's where we should end today. A lot of uh, bold predictions. Uh, we didn't really get to talk about fantasy, but we'll Jackson probably do that next episode. The or the other segments that the show's supposed to be about. Find out next time on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z.